That's it. That's the intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in hometown. So come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. And wait, you're wondering, wait, we? Of course there's more than just me talking. Of course, for just shy of 300 episodes, the Honorable Tesla has been on about 250. I've been on 300. And of course, this is the 300th episode. The fantastic Miss Fried is here too. She's kind of upset because yesterday was her birthday. So she's kind of upset that she's not in Daddy's lap. But she can come over here to Papa's lap if she wants to. But she's all upset because she hasn't been in 300 episodes. But of course, guys... The very illustrious Buttmeister himself is here to reveal what we have been doing for 300 episodes. Buttmeister, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Hi, Admiral. Thank you for having me back for not quite 300 episodes. 150-ish? I want to say Frida and I have been around for about the same amount of time uh, in the show. That's an accurate... You're a little bit longer than... You're a little bit... have more of a tenure than she does. um, But correct. First off, hi. Welcome back, everyone. This is Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes cinema-adjacent things like video games and TV shows. But, of course, there is none of that this month. This month is very specific. Uh, If you've been keeping up with us, we are in, I believe, part two of uh, Box Office Bombs. Yeah, week two of Box Office Bomb Month. Oh, yeah. And, and this week is a oh, doozy. Now, of course. Ear flaps. Oh, we got okay. ear flaps. Everyone drink. Water, preferably. Although, you know, for this movie, um, I wouldn't blame you if you took something heavier. So, um, so, 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 for our 300th episode, uh, there was someone in this podcast, not me, uh, I was fine with it because it was fun, wanted to review 300 for the 300th episode. So, <laughs> me, I counted the numbers three times and kind of them twice wrong so they seemed right to me um so this 300 episode was supposed to be the movie 300 but we did that two episodes three episodes ago because that was our quote-unquote observed 300 episode for this 300 episode i'm glad we accidentally picked mac and me the 1988 movie that is clearly clear no it's not clearly it's just blatantly obvious that is an et ripoff so this movie is an ET ripoff. We'll get into that. Um, being uh, box office bombs month, and we established last week that all throughout this, we're gonna have some math that needs to be done. We're gonna try to present you some data and some numbers, and to do that, someone who is much better I don't do math well or numbers. You don't than do math either well. the admiral or myself. Uh, our friendly neighborhood AI, Glados. Hello. Welcome back. I'm always a little bit scared, but mostly excited, but a little bit scared whenever you show up on the show, because it means, oh, this is about to get bad. I, I truly can't tell you no. what was more fun. I don't know if it was crunching the numbers or just reading the production hell that was this movie. I, I genuinely... What was the production hell that was this movie? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? I, let's, let's just say that the director that was <laughs> brought on... Um, was told that, yeah, we've got the whole crew hired, everybody's on payroll, everybody's here. Um, we don't have a script. We need you to write that on the weekends in between filming. Yeah. Literally, that was, yeah, that, that literally. was how the script was written. Literally. We, we have crew and everything ready to go. We have a production team all ready to go. We don't have a script, but we're starting shooting tomorrow. Like, <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, and it's it's this this whole movie, as as the admirable has has pointed out, is blatantly an advertisement. Mm-hmm. From the very first shot, that isn't on an alien. Heavy quotations, alien planet. California's desert. Mm-hmm. What's really no. interesting is the producer of this had already worked with McDonald's doing advertising campaigns and everything, and he decided that the next generation of children needed their own E.T., and that's where this started. I'm going to get into the numbers. I swear to God I will, but I need to explain something about the budget of this movie, and before I tell you what it is, I need to tell you where it came from. A lot of people like to think that McDonald's paid for this movie. Yes and no. There's this company called Golden State Foods that supplies liquids and foods to various restaurants such as McDonald's, Starbucks, KFC, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A. And they have another association which uh, deals in produce to McDonald's and Chipotle. Anywho, they're the ones that funded this movie. And the producer said that he wanted the proceeds of this movie to go to the Ronald McDonald house. Now, I'm no tax expert. I just like running numbers. But if you are making something to donate something, don't you get to count those costs as a tax write-off? So it doesn't matter what this movie made. It doesn't matter how much this movie cost. It supposedly all went to charity, and whether or not it went to charity, it definitely went on somebody's tax write-off. Let's get down to the numbers, shall we? Let's get down to numbers. Yes. They had a budget of, and this is in 1988, y'all. Don't worry, I did inflation math. Budget of $13 million. It was originally reported $11. $2 million kind of came out of nowhere near the end, so I'm suspecting that's the marketing budget. Inflated cost, that's $29 million to make this 90-ish minute movie. Yep. 29. $29 million to oh make a nine. Oof. Oof. All right, y'all. <laughs> I truly cannot get a confirmation as to how many weeks it was actually in theaters. Supposedly, the average is about 20 weeks. It's, it's sad. It's very sad. Domestic box opening week one. 1988's number. Who wants to play a game of high or low? Ooh. Ooh, go, me. go me. for it, Admiral. All right, go Admiral. What you got? High, low. Give me a number. I'll tell you if you're high or low. For week one domestic box opening, 1988 numbers. Mm, I'm going to go with 77,000. Oof, oof. Okay, you can go a little bit higher. You can go higher. A little bit? Ah, I shouldn't say little. You can go higher. Uh, 95,000. Higher. Higher? Higher. 100,000? I promise I'm not looking at the sheet. 100,000? No, no, they did actually break into the millions on week one. Okay. Wow, okay. So I'm going to go with uh, 1.1 mil? That's that's closer to week two's. Wait, what? It made more than second week? No, what? no, 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 oh. no. I'm just saying that 1. week 1. two 5 is 1.75 million. Point... So, wait, wait, what you give me for week one? 1.75 million. It's just a little bit higher. Come on, you can do it just a little bit. 200,000. Two, I'm sorry, 200 million dollars. <laughs> 200 million. No, 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 no. No. 2 million. Okay. 2 million. Inflated, that's about four and a half million in nowadays money. 
That means okay. that in week one, it made <laughs> it made back just fifteen percent of its budget. <laughs> in week one. Now, to be fair, that's already better than last week's movies altogether. Last week's movie altogether running yeah. made seventeen percent of its budget back. So this one's actually doing pretty good. Week two we discussed was the one point uh, one million. Uh, that's about close close to two million in nowadays money. Now for the remaining supposed weeks that this movie was in theater, and I say supposed because I legitimately could not find the rest of these numbers. So I just did the average. You know, I did means and divisions and number things. For weeks three through seventeen, they barely, barely made two hundred thousand dollars a week. Not million. Not million. Two hundred thousand a week. The 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 laughing in the background should be louder. Like, I wish I had a re- remote to just the I'm sad laugh in the corner. Gladys is important numbers. No, but no, but that's hilarious because the it's the, so the little corner laugh. Yeah, the little corner laugh makes it better. And y'all, y'all inflated, inflated. It costs, you know, for these weeks, 3 through 17, the inflated number of what they made per week isn't even half a million dollars. It's 427000 It's not even as, half a million. As, as GLaDOS Russell's papers near the mic. I'm so sorry. It's just infuriating. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. I find it hilarious that, that you, like, actually augmented your AI hands to grab physical paper to it's shake it important. at the mic. It's because important. it's that important. <laughs> Overall, y'all, this movie only made $6.42 million. And I'm not counting International because International was so insignificant it's incalculable. And same with domestic home box office sales. Yes, I searched. Yes, I tried. The data is so low it's incalculable. This is why the shaking paper is important. For all we know, for all we know, the uh, the video store's copy of this movie might be the only copy they ever sold. Mm, that means I did I did buy it at Walmart for like I think five bucks, like four 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 to and six do, years ago. And do you remember if there were any more copies of this movie? Yeah, in that there bin? were. There were. But it looks like somebody else grabbed one before me, because you know how you can tell, like, the width-wise of the DVDs? Like, when you grab one, how easily you can grab one if it's been held or not? Who there was at least one or two this missing. Movie. This, this, sounds like a, this sounds like a movie that a substitute teacher would put on. <laughs> alright, alright. No they were out of They were out of E.T. at the video store, so I got Mac and me instead. And there's that one kid like, Fuck yeah, I'm macking me. What's yeah. ET? Man? You, What's you. ET? That, that one kid is you. No, not that bad. I like macking me because it's really bad. We have more numbers. We're almost done with the numbers, y'all. We're almost, I swear. <laughs> we I'm got more numbers. Well, no, I just, I just. They made back six point four two million inflated cost. That's about fourteen million, meaning it made just under half of its budget back. But like I said, it doesn't really matter what it made or what it cost because it all quote unquote supposedly went to the Ronald McDonald House. Whether it did or not, it doesn't matter because it most likely got put on somebody's tax write off. 
Um, I, I love that. I love that the production company name is Mac and Me Joint Venture. <laughs> a joint venture, joint. Because it venture. was a joint venture between Golden State Foods and Taylor Fresh Foods. Sure, I'm pretty sure they had a joint of something. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 Admiral. It was the '80s. Let's be honest. It was cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. The, uh, the Fantastic Miss Frida's here! Yay! So before I leave, I do want to just remind our, our lovely hosts here that they do have a wonderful little tidbit about information about this, this movie and the DVDs. Uh, I'm going to leave this here for them. Unfortunately, I have some more numbers to go crunch, so y'all enjoy, be safe, and GLaDOS will see y'all later. Mwah. Bye, guys! Thank you, All guys. right. So let's let's okay, let's well, move on to while Glados so, tries to reboot in safe mode. Um, let's do this. <laughs> All right. So we start off on this movie. It's uh, by Orion Pictures, which most people will know Orion Pictures for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, or Bill if and you're Ted's from Bogus Journey. If you're from Southeast Louisiana, you've probably heard it pronounced Orion. I mean, I've pronounced I've heard it pronounced Orion. Maybe because that's how I read so much. <laughs> that's just me. Sorry. I'm that guy. Um, but, you know, I can understand Orion. Um, but Orion Pictures. Please, please pardon me was... while you here on this end. I'm readjusting headphones because GLaDOS is disconnected, which has caused a bunch of computer problems. That's okay. Uh, I'll, vent, I'll, I'll, I'll pad for time while you're doing it. So, so Orion Pictures... Orion Pictures is a, you know, a movie studio that has done really well, and has done really well things and really things that kind of like, eh. And this is one of those things where it's like, eh, this happened. Mm -hmm. This is a movie that is notoriously quoted as one of the worst movies of all time, uh, and it's very adamant why it is, why, why it is. The weird thing about this movie is that for me it comes and goes. Can can you hear me all right? Is my yeah thing okay? perfectly okay, cool. fun. The, the the weird thing about this movie is that it kind of comes and goes in waves. There are moments where, like the opening of the movie, it's horrendously bad. You're like, what the hell are these morph suits? What is this? They're clearly in the California or Nevada desert, and they're calling it. Well, they're not even calling it. A, did they call it a planet? Did they specify? I'm assuming it's a moon of Saturn because it's NASA. So I don't think they would spin a deep space probe and then it come back within like mere minutes yeah. of them getting it. So I'm assuming it's a moon of Saturn of some sort. So it's not Io or it's not um, Titan. Or it's not something. the ice one. It's not the ice one. Okay. But it's it Europa. It's not Europa or Io, but it's probably one of those other ones that aren't that well-known famous. Okay. That's basically Tatooine or Mars. Okay. Whatever. But that's what I think. Is that that that's why so yeah so the morph suits are really bad they're really bad the morph suits uh, and then are they bad. get they uh they get yeah do you want they talk get sucked about the by a vacuum image? cleaner <laughs> what what do you want to talk about the stock image because that's the first thing that um for before we even get into the horrendous things about this movie if cinemaniacs you're one hundred percent given permission allowed whatever you want to call it encouraged gently nudged to not be sober while watching this movie it is on hulu and showtime Drink it is on hulu and showtime always but like 
it's okay. We won't judge you if you don't want to be sober watching this movie. If you're underage, I wasn't. ignore everything we're saying. Right I'm gonna now, be honest legally. with you. I wasn't. I was not sober. I I, I had. I think I, I had a either. full beer. Yeah. I had a full beer before I pressed play, and then when I pressed play, I was like, I think I was two beers in when I finished. So I had three or four beers. I lost count. Same. I think I downed one beer really quick. You and I don't drink very often, so like exactly, we're still kind of lightweighty, uh, even though in real life I am a bit heavyweighty. That's okay. But yeah, yeah. this who hmm okay. So a stock image of a moon lander comes to pick them up and then lifts back off and then crashes down to Earth. A bunch of Area Forty One looking scientists crab. Oh, see, I thought I was gonna go with Area Fifty Two. Area 52, is that what we're going with? Yeah, because if you watch Looney Tunes back in action, that's where the real Area 50... You have I not have seen Looney Tunes back on? I Okay, very quickly. I, I've seen bits and pieces of it a long time ago. I think right when it first came out. In a galaxy far, far away? Yeah. Um, I don't remember much of it. This is the one with Brendan Fraser, right? Yes. I think I saw Me it. and Patron watched that the other day. And she and halfway through the movie, I go, "How do you how do you like it so far?" She goes, "It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be." That movie is yeah. far superior than fucking Space Jam. I'm not saying anything bad against Space Jam. Space Jam. I'm not one. saying anything bad. Yeah, the first Space Jam. Okay. I haven't seen the second one yet. I mean, I I still like Space Jam. That's fine. I'm not it's even fine. that big a sports fan. It's just fun. That's fine. That's the main reason why I don't like it that much is because I don't like sports that much. Watching Looney Tunes back in action as a movie lover, it's a thousand times better. Okay, well, it's clearly a we need to do Looney Tunes back in action at some point. But today, we have a different exactly. movie to review, Mac and Me. <laughs> that we've already discussed the opening sequence of. So, uh, they land on Earth. Uh, aliens, these, these aliens who, I don't believe we ever get a name for them, but I'm just going to call them nope. the Morph Suits. Well, well, I mean, they're called Mysterious Alien Creatures, Mac. That's why it's Mac and me, Mysterious Alien Creature. So I'm just going to go Mysterious Alien Creatures. So Max. So we're going to call them Max. How about that? Okay, sure. Um, Max. The Max escape from the Moon Rover, or Lander, whatever. Uh, and, again, very jarringly edited opening sequence. Uh, the tiniest one gets separated from the rest of the family. He's a little really? baby. Yeah, the little baby one. The little baby one kind of wandering around. Causes a traffic jam. A uh, little redhead with a bowl cut uh, starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, right when you think, oh, this is going to be the movie's protagonist. No, you never see that kid again. In fact, we cut to a completely nope. different family. Um, consisting of a... In a van? In, in a station wagon? I thought it was I thought it was a Volkswagen van it, like it's like an old school Volkswagen it's weird it kind of cuts back and forth which is because the exterior shots look like a van and the interior shots don't oh no I remember we drank and too it's much got, it's got the weird the other car is a station wagon oh. the other car... you're right <laughs> the other cars the other car is a station Am wagon I crazy for thinking that like I was weirded out by the fact that this car had blinds. Maybe I'm just too I young. I mean, it's a van. Like, when, when have cars had, like, pulled out blinds? I mean, I know it's Have a you van. ever owned a van? No, I've never owned a van. 
then you don't know. I've had a van before and it has blinds. Because if you need to sleep in it, you gotta you gotta block it out. Okay, fair point. Um, but this family consisting of a single mom who, as far as we know, is is working service jobs uh, to make ends meet. Right. Um, right. Uh, and and they, for brothers. some reason, they moved from the Midwest to Los Angeles. I uh, look. The mom's pretty. Okay. I'm sure she can get an acting gig if she tried. I, but see, the thing about it is, is Karate Kid. I understood why they moved from New Jersey to L.A. There was a clear, there was a clear reason why. This, we're not even given one. She just shows up at Sears and starts working, and it's like... Okay. So, are you executive? Like, right (laughs) as I'm upset at this movie for being so bad, it breaks out the petty party, the the pity party, when they move to this new house, and we find out that our main character is handicapped. And, oh, by the way, the (sighs) actor who played him was actually handicapped. And wheelchair... Really? Yeah, that wasn't something they made okay. up for the movie. This kid had never had acting experience before. And they got this kid, because I, I guess in the first draft of the script that was... By the way, if we haven't already mentioned it, um, Stuart Raffel had to write the script on the weekends with a bunch of interns. So this, any anytime you're at a point in this movie where you're like, wow, this dialogue is just bad, it's because it was cranked out over a weekend. Probably over lots mm-hmm. of drugs. In between shooting the movie. It's... And I know what you're thinking. Like, if if uh, writers like Joss Whedon can do it for Cabin in the Woods, why can't... Well, okay, this clearly isn't Joss Whedon. And even Joss Whedon isn't who we thought he was anymore. Um, this movie, oh my god. The kid's handicapped. Actor legitimately handicapped and wheelchair-bound. Um, and the mom busts out the line of, yeah, this new house, you see, it doesn't have any stairs. It's completely handicap accessible. It's got wide hallways and low counters. And I'm just like, oh, I love this mom. Like, this is like the best mom in the world. She's being as, uh, as, as, what is the word I'm looking for? Sincere? Sincere and, um, I'm blanking. Affectionate, Helpful. loving. Like, she's being awesome. She's just an awesome mom. Accommodating. She's being, like, the most accommodating mom possible to her kids and just helping them out and being awesome. Like, the movie sucked me in at that point. I hate to say it, but it actually kind of did. Like, I didn't give a shit about the aliens. I want to, but I didn't give a shit about the aliens in this movie. I cared about this poor single mom trying her best. Just trying her damn best. Uh, they and they did just recently lose their father. Not specified to what, but he is no longer. In oh, existence. okay. Forgive me. I missed that line because I I just assumed it's, their it was thing so was quick. I was like, wait, what? What? Also, I've seen this movie a lot, so maybe that's why I know that. That's fair. Just, okay. Wow. Uh, and and so then after that, um. After Eric moves along, and his brother, his brother's kind of a dick to him, in a way. Yeah. Like he puts the box on him, but I mean, they're brothers. That's their relationship. Yeah, no, you shouldn't I, be able to judge that. I, I, I'm the older brother of two as well, and I believe you are also the older brother of two. Yeah. We can both relate to this on a pretty deep level. Yeah. Yeah, and you're kind of a dick to your brother, because I mean, 
That's how you show your affection. That's how you toughen somebody up. But in a you know when the you know when the lines cross and only you can cross that line. No one else can cross that line because that's your brother. Yeah, it's it's, just it's, a, a, it's important it's a to know the difference between tough love and abuse. Exactly. Uh, and um and so the TV starts working without it being plugged in the electrical socket and he sees a mysterious kind of alien creature, I think. At this point, he decided tries to chase it around. Then, for some reason, he leaves the the door open, and they, and when they wake up the next morning, there's like a fucking desert, like literally museum area in their fucking living room. Yeah. And I like how the mom's like, "What's all this? What? What? Get this, fix this up." That's it. And then she goes to work, and then they go drop her off. I hate, and then that we don't see movie, her from the rest of the movie. I hate that this movie got a genuine emotional reaction out of me. I I hate it so much. I hate that this movie got me to be mad at an alien for trashing a house, where this poor mom, again, just trying her best, and they just moved in, and she just got a job, and she just can't catch a fucking break. I hate that this yep. movie got an emotional reaction out of me. Anyway, I'm so sorry, y'all. That's okay. Um, it just shows that you actually really cared about this movie. The, the Admiral uh, undersold to me just how atrocious this movie is. That's what I try to do all the time, man. That's what I try to do all the time. I try to undersell shit. So you're just like... Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do that all the time because I... I, I want to make sure that I don't get your hopes up too high. Because that's when I first started, when we first started recording together. It was like, oh, this movie's amazing. And then you come back and be like, it's okay. So that's why I've learned to just undersell shit. <laughs> so just be like, hey, it's bad. Just know that going into it. It's almost, it's almost as if after 300 episodes of doing this, you know what makes a good show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, that's why I have the podcast. But it also takes a great ho- great host to have a great co-host. Uh, and two other Words are hard, amazing but I know people. what you mean. Um, and two other amazing people to work in the backgrounds uh, to help us get the show going. Uh, the two know who they are, and we know who they are as well. Um, and also the doggos, the Fantastic Miss Fruit and the Honorable Tesla as well. We, Sorry, guys, it's a 300 episode. We're pulling out we, nostalgia. Yeah, we gotta get back to Mac and me, but, like, we, 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 we honestly would be lost without the help yeah. of everyone that helps us out. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, also, Eric Praline, he loves this movie more than I do. I don't, it's not possible, but he loves this movie more than I do. Oh, my God. But that's besides the point. Had to, had to put that in. Okay. Because it's a 300 episode. So, the um, Mac ruins the house of this poor single mom. Yes. And she blames uh, him on the kid. And kid. then, yeah. And then, so they go drop their mother off at work, take the car back, and then the alien proceeds to overtake his wheelchair and thrust it into a lake. Throw him that's... off the damn cliff. Oh my god. Which, which, by the way, guys, before we go any further, uh, whenever... Paul Rudd goes on a Conan O'Brien show. Well, I mean, well, used to because Conan O'Brien is no longer in existence because he is retired um, after smoking he's, he's a joke. Still on. Exists. 
No, uh, he still exists. He's not doing a show anymore. Okay. Um, uh, he, he's, he's uh, retired is the yeah, word you're looking he, for. Whenever Paul Rudd would go on Conan O'Brien's show, he would show this clip of Mac and me. Like, the part where the guy careens off a cliff and falls into the lake. And just no context. Just no context at all whatsoever. That's that. what makes me love this movie more, is that Paul Rudd is a fan of this fucking movie. I love that. That's amazing. Um, so, basically, uh, after that, the somehow Mac can control the, the wheelchair to go through the water and just roll up. So then what do they do? They decide to dress him as a teddy bear and take him to McDonald's birthday party. I'm trying to That's... think. Are you missing anything? Because there's a... You're not really missing anything. I think, like, there's... No, I was about to say. There's a bunch of little dream things that happen in between. Like, the, you, you see Mac trying to, like... I can't tell if he's dreaming or psychically communicating with his family. And anytime they cut to his family, because they shot both the Earth and the whatever planet they're from sequences in the same desert, it's really hard to tell... Which is which? It's hard to tell when they're trying to show them on their alien planet or Earth because they're shot in the same place. You know what they should have done? Huh. You know what they should have done? They should have just put the rock formation from the Star Trek episode uh, when Kirk fights the Gorn as their alien home world. And then we would have known, okay, that's an alien home world. That's an alien home that is the thing I know what that is. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. But I can understand what you mean by that. Uh, and also, he basically controls a car, an RC car, and all the dogs follow him. Yes. And the fantastic Miss Frida was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Why are dogs barking? What is it? That's what amazing. is this? Uh, also... <laughs> Before we go any further, before because after 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 the the McDonald's are kind of almost to the end. Do you want to talk about Alan Silvestri's score? Yeah, I do. Thank you. Actually, uh, I was shocked to see that Alan Silvestri did the music for this movie because the his music for this movie is actually pretty good. It's also very reminiscent of Back to the Future. Very, very, very reminiscent of Back to the Future. Actually, like it's almost like. He took the rejected tracks that he couldn't <laughs> use for Back to the Future and just kind of like, okay, here you go. I already have something ready to go. I don't even need to use watch this. your cut of the movie. Like, I read maybe a page of the script. Like, here, this will fit. Um, but I, that, that brings me to another note of whether it's through music or editing or scene changes or badly written slash terribly delivered dialogue... This movie has some of the most abrupt and jarring uh, mood. That's not the right word for it. Tone changes. Oh, okay. That I've ever seen in a movie. It's jarring. It's like, wow. Like, one minute there's this super serious thing going on, and then there's a cheesy 80s song playing over a montage. Like, what the fuck? And then we're in McDonald's, and people are... And then FBI's the are chasing. Lot. Like, not just having fun kind of dancing, but, like, synchronized, like, clearly choreographed and practiced. Like, if anyone got paid for doing this movie, I hope it was at least the dancers. 
By the way, Jennifer Aniston is one of those kids in the parking lot. She's wow. one of the tall ones. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Fun fact you didn't know. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, and so then, as as this is all going on, the plot is going on, they have to have some sort of uh, antagonist. And there are these two FBI agents that just want to grab Mac. Uh, but they, as as you mentioned about the... I'm sorry, did you have anything else about Alan Silvestri? Uh, other than his score for this movie was fine, and they didn't use okay. it enough. They filled in way too much time with terrible cheesy eighty songs. That they could that there probably was their third choice. Yeah, so if anything, it could <laughs> the movie could have definitely used more Alan Silvestri score. Yeah. Um and so then uh basically they go to uh apparently he has to bring his teddy bear and this scene is always stand out to me. It's is so the weird. ride the ride to McDonald's. <laughs> have you had that teddy bear long? Yeah, I've had it long. It can talk? Yeah, it's one of the new ones. I thought you said you had it long. Uh, it's so bad, To me, y'all. I don't know why, but that scene, it's so th- from here on, I remember this movie so much more better. It's so like, bad, I- y'all. <laughs> you need to watch it. It is on Hulu, and it is on Star. I mean, Showtime. It is on Hulu and, and Showtime. Please go watch it, but also indulge in whatever you see suitable. That does not break law. Do, do what you got to do responsibly to enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah. Or just watch it to see how bad it is. Your choice. Um, uh, and so then uh, they get to McDonald's and we get in the parking lot. And as the shot pans across while the, while the van's parking or the car's parking, we see Jennifer Aniston. She's one of the tall ones. So then we go in um, and I love how this kid has never met this person at that they're going to the birthday party at never met this person at all but i love how his friend who lives next door goes up and goes hi blah, blah, blah. this is my friend and i love how the girl just gives her a look like you i don't know this person why are they at the party <laughs> like what the, like make an establishing scene where i invite him it's literally two words do you want to come to my party like fucking shit man but whatever. Uh, and then the mom just drops him off. She's like, okay, I'm going to go. Bye. And then his neighbor, his the neighbor's mom, sorry, his friend, who is his neighbor's mother, drops them off. She leaves. And then he starts reacting to Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Then we have this cheesy-ass fucking dance sequence. And it. fucking Ronald goddamn Ronald fucking, fucking McDonald. McDonald's. I was weird. I, I was losing my mind. Like, wait a minute. No. No, 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 no. I have never... I I grew up going to McDonald's begging my parents to let me play in the play places. If I would have known then what I know now about those germ-infested swamps, I wouldn't have. Uh, Maybe that's why I had so many medical issues as a kid. Who knows? I'm going to blame McDonald's, because why not? And we don't get paid for this show, so they legally can't do anything about it. So... Come at us, Golden Farms. Please don't, actually. We can't afford a battle. Yeah, don't. In fact, y'all want to sponsor us? That that'd be okay. Well, we already reviewed this movie, so we can't talk bad about it anymore. We, we got it out of the way. We ripped off. The <laughs> oh my god. Um. And so so 
It's just yeah, they have Ronald this whole McDonald. Scene. They have an actual, and I'm pretty sure this is like the Ronald McDonald from the commercials. Yeah. This isn't just a dude in the suit. This is no, this is the, the 80s, guy, the the guy from these. Yeah. Oh my god, you were saying earlier that this is literally the McDonald's that they shot their commercials at, right? Yes, in the 1980s. I don't know if it still exists now, but that is that is technically the McDonald's. That's why they have so much fucking room. Uh, and then apparently his older brother has a girlfriend that works at McDonald's for some reason. Yeah. Like, and then so they decide to go because he's starting to die and his family's starting to die. So they go off and he's getting images and it's his fucking billboard. And then they're, his, Max family's brought back to life with fucking Coca-Cola. We're not yep. making this shit up. Yep. yep. We're not making this shit up. It's, we are not making a shit up. It, it's too absurd for us to have made up. It's just, it's fucking insane. Literally, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and it's confused. It goes, Max dying family, and rejuvenates, rejuvenate them with Coca-Cola. Oh. That, okay. So, shortly after this, um, and we, we, we gotta try to get this thing moving, but shortly after, they're, they're revived by Coca-Cola. Uh, they're going back to the real world. They're in this little supermarket. Which words I never thought what I would say. Losing their minds over these, as I as I did too, because they look fucking oh, weird and they don't speak. Are we talking about the grocery kind of store whistle. scene? Yeah, we're talking about the grocery store scene. Um, they did not pay that woman enough to be on that register. They did no, not pay that woman enough to be on that register no, to I'd deal be, with I'd that shit. I'd be shit. ringing three bells. <laughs> hundred percent. Oh my god. What's going on? Some weird ass people just walked in the store? <laughs> uh hi, I need someone to tag me out. Why? Look. I'm going on my ten. Alright. <laughs> I'm going on my ten. Do you want to talk about this sequence? Or cause I, I, I want to talk about it, but I know you have more I want you I, I think go ahead and talk about it and then when you get to a certain point I'm gonna interject a fun fact that I found. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So basically the grocery store sequence comes up and while working at Swapper Jacks, this is a nightmare of mine. Yes. That this happens. I agree. In general. Um it's one of those where it's just like, no. Why do I have to be on register when this shit happens? Why? Every time. But whatever. But whatever. Uh, so, so stuff happens. So, it looks like they just filmed in like a Winn-Dixie or something. Uh, they, Kroger the, something, Ma yeah. Kro Albertsons. One of those. Piggly Wigglies. Same Woolworths. One of those. Anyone. Pick your choose. Wherever you are in the U.S., that's fine. Pick it. Or, if you're not in the U.S. and you're in the U.K., Somerset, Aldi? the it, all these two, but Somerset, the uh, it's the uh, grocery store from Hot Fuzz. Ah. Besides the point, besides that, besides that, there is he steals the gun from the security guard. Yep. Which why does the security guard at a grocery store I, I don't have know. a gun? I don't know. Nothing about this movie makes any sense. It is Los Angeles, though, in the eighties. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. So basically they leave the they leave they leave out the thing. They leave out uh because uh 
his brother and his brother's girlfriend tries to take him away, but the officer rolls him away, so they go outside where the cars are parked away from it, and they have a fucking gas station in the middle of the parking lot of this strip mall that I'm assuming is a strip mall. Unless they just have a gas station by this fucking I mean, we, we've supermarket. Seen, we've seen Kmart's and Rouse's and, and Sam's Clubs and Costco's and stuff that have their own uh, uh, gas station in front. That's, that's yeah. not no, a No, I totally agree thing. with that. I totally agree with that. There's no awning in case it fucking rains, though. I, I have a feeling you're not the only one. Which um, is sorry, my, which is that's why just, those things that's might a have been added later uh, when because I don't like to pump gas in the rain. That complaint that's just me. spoke up. I like to like, I like hey, to pump uh, gas while it is raining, yeah, no, but not here. while it's raining on top of me. You're getting so close. Gas station. But whatever, we're getting into too many details. So basically, um, so, so basically, uh, his brother gets handcuffed, is in the back of a cop car. His yeah, his brother's okay. girlfriend, which they don't, I don't, I don't even know if they shared a kiss at this point. Let alone they did hold hands. So I mean, that's the start of a relationship. Po- possibly, possibly, basically tries to stop her. Crush's brother, who she has no relation to, yep. no relation yep. to at all, tries to stop him from rolling toward the mysterious alien creatures, the Max, to stop them, while the brother is soccer kicking the window of the cop car. They'll shoot. And then the mysterious alien creatures, still holding the gun, decides to shoot in the so. vicinity. Of yes. the police. Yes. So what does so the police the do? They go to shoot back. That the Admiral uh, lent me from the video. And store. I will go uh, ahead and let the Maestro take over the, at this point. The, the because Eric he does have a fun fact. Getting the I out. have the American um, edit of the DVD. Kind of moves towards okay. the thing. And then there's a shot of him just kind of limp in the wheelchair. It's very vague whether they wanted the audience to think that he got shot by the cops or blown up by the explosion. They purposely, I think, leave it very vague. In the Japanese Blu-ray, however, yes, this exists in the Japanese Blu-ray edition of this movie, and you can find it on YouTube. In fact, we're not going to put a link or anything. And it's really edited. You but can I tell. I encourage you to look this but... up on YouTube. Uh, the Japanese Blu-ray version of this movie, there is a cop behind him that trips and falls and fires off a shot, and you see the shot go through the kid, and he does a really hilarious. Uh, and falls back in the wheelchair. Like they not. There is an edit of this movie where blatantly the kid is shot and killed. Which means someone was like, "Uh, yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're gonna leave it vague." In fact, why we're letting you kill this kid at all is kind of mind blowing. Like that is back by a police officer. Blows up the fucking gas station. And then... Yep. Uh, the bullet... Real after passing through the kid, I'm assuming... Hits the gas... Yeah. I know you're like, we're building up. It, 
there was a reason that they had the gas station out there with no yes. awning. There's there's exactly a reason, but but whatever. So it blows up. So he dies from the incinerating blast in the in the American DVD, and the Japanese Blu-ray is totally different. But that's besides the point. So then he is mysteriously healed by these creatures after his mom, who has been absent for most of the movie, shows up, starts crying over her son, and then his brother's crush goes, we tried to stop him, we tried to stop him. You don't even know this woman. You do not know the pain that she is going through right now. You don't know this woman. I understand you're trying to help and you're given the lines yep. that are that are given to you. You're reading the yep. lines that are given to you. That's fine. Yep, just... But the mysterious alien creatures decide to start to revive him, not with Coca-Cola, but with their fucking mysterious alien powers that they apparently have always had. I'm glad they I'm can control the electronics. They can control this. It's a brain. Okay, wait, it's circuits. That watch? works. What? Sure. Okay. I had to rewind it because I thought I missed something. And then, and then, he's brought back to life. The FBI agents are traveling all over. Sure. What? Okay, from my assumption of movies, I've never been to San Francisco, so I don't know exactly. From my assumption of that, they're in the San Francisco uh, mayoral building. That's the out, the, the exterior is that. That's what I can ascertain. I don't know if it's percent sure, but I've seen other movies filmed in San Francisco or LA, and I can assume that that's that. It is the LA because now I'm thinking of another movie. So it's LA. It, it's the, the exterior is the LA mayoral building. It, it, it's the FBI agents are running through. Apparently, ceremony. they're the only two late to this ceremony that is basically. It's not the president of the United States, people. Yeah, it's not. It's not that, that simple. Works. It's a judge of L.A. of Earth. They are legal citizens of Earth, which I didn't even know that was a thing. And then they become citizens. Okay, They're all so dressed Admiral, up. They get in the pink you, Cadillac. They drive I off. I assume you know a lot more about Little Mac movie and its post-history than I do. Chewing some Are gum. They ever actually back? Blows up a bubble. Besides, we'll be back. And then the movie ends. Which means they didn't actually make a sequel? I hope. Okay, thank God. Oh my God, this movie. <laughs> they wanted to make a sequel. They wanted to make a sequel. <laughs> No. Yeah, no, because it was so unpopular. I, 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 no. I, I'll be honest. But I got a question. There has been talk no. since 2017. No, no. Of making a sequel. If it happens, uh, how you are if it happens, the last Airbender. Can me and you I go watch the movie? The idea of together. a sequel. I will buy your ticket. I will buy your movie. ticket. Because if it looked that we're going, bad, we're going a bad day, so it's like four bucks. I will buy your ticket. Technology that at the time could have been done much better than it actually <laughs> was. Admiral, that CGI looks worse today when it's done on a terribly low budget <laughs> in advanced programs than it did in the eighties. Like, no, let's not do this. I would rather a shitty Disney reboot 
of one of my favorite Disney animated movies than a sequel to this crap. No, thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean to get into that. There you go. Well, well, <coughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Tell us how you really feel about this movie. So we have a rating system I here on no Cinema gem. Gems. No, uh, no full gem, gem an amazing movie, half gem, there were one an alright movie. No gem, a horrible movie. a little bit emotionally movie. invested with, with the single mom. What do you give this movie? I, I was never ready to give it any, any more than a, <laughs> half a gem. But there was a moment in the middle of the See, movie where it was like, oh, I feel really sorry, for, I feel really bad for the single mom doing <laughs> it her best. You? And just it trying her best you? to raise these good kids under less than ideal circumstances. And then everything else just sucked. <laughs> Sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I give this movie half a gem. I give this movie half a gem. Mainly because it's one of those movies that you well, have to I watch... For, for, know how bad it is. Like we can discuss reasons, it as I'm much as you want and break it down scene by scene and talk about the clips, the backstory, making of the movie. But you have to watch it. Watching this movie, you have to watch it. Sure, if if you want to watch the movie, yeah. If if you are individually, personally compelled for no reason of our own, <laughs> it is on okay. Movie. Fine, I redact that. You should and check out this movie uh, if you're interested in it. In general, especially since like it's got like the Disney Plus bundle and stuff. But yeah, point is, uh, we are not going to be legally liable for any emotional damage this movie might and cause. Showtime. <laughs> what would he give this movie? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, and I know what I know what Eric Parling would give this movie. He would give this. Yo, this is a only week two of box office bomb month. Mainly because We're only on week two. Mainly because of box. Oh my god! He loves this movie because it's so bad. It's such a bad movie. That's why. No, because it's it. very neatly tied it's behind my headphones right now, and I don't want to ruin it. Yes. Yes, actually, I have been doing. And I feel like you're about to pull out your hair. Pulling. <laughs> You gonna pull out your hair? Oh my god! So, oh, he's gonna pull out his—he's gonna pull out his beard hair. <laughs> that's why it's—that's why it's been pruning out. Okay. Uh, but guys, <coughs> thank you, Martin the Arrogant Zerber, for lighting us your website, lowrainpictures.com. Please. Go check out their podcast. They're amazing. They're cool. They allow us to be on the website, and that's an amazing feat that I am happy that they allow us to be on here. Um, go let them know we reviewed Mac and Me, uh, so it can be so they could be like, "Why the hell did they review Thank that?" You. Movie? Thank you very much. Um, Appreciate it. And also, um, guys, Kevin George, 
Thank you for letting us your music. Uh, as always, before we get to these very thrilling uh, sequence done by the very illustrious uh, But Or if you're not also. brave enough to watch the movie, that's okay. We don't blame you. What did you think uh, of But of first, the Bush Maestro. Go what ahead. did we miss? Uh, as always, you can send all your comments, questions, concerns, recipes uh, to cinemagems15 at gmail.com. That's a 1-5, not a 5-0. cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Of course, you can always tweet at the official Cinema Gems page, Cinema Gems underscore pod. And uh, you can always message and look at the fantastic pictures that our Admiral puts on Instagram. What's that Instagram handle again, Admiral? Uh, same as the Twitter, just without the underscore. Um, what? No. Oh, Cinema Gems pod. Okay, that makes sense. By the way, I just want you to know that this movie did one, did win awards. Wow! It it won a Golden Raspberry Award. It won the worst That's the worst bad. star, uh, which was Ronald McDonald. Well, uh, Ronald guys McDonald. For along with us <laughs> and the worst director. Bride. It won those two. <laughs> Happy three hundred episodes! Yep, cool. Just wanted you to know that. Yay! And it's just week two. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Guys, thank you for being around for 300 episodes. If you have, great. If you haven't, fantastic. Still thank you for listening at all. Uh, we want to be the podcast that you want to listen to. Um, I have been checking the uh, email list a little bit more frequently. I have gotten an email responded back i haven't got a response back yet course, uh, but please send us send us your emails mm -hmm. what do you think about the show what's your heat <laughs> send us an e detailed email list of what movies you want us to review or what you think about the movies we have reviewed if you want us to mention you on the I mean, on I don't the know podcast about the Admiral, on, the, but on air what comma maestro is my legal, give us a name legal name that you would like to be said if you want your real name that's great <laughs> But Swapper legally, for legal totally reasons, we would ask that you pick yes. it. <laughs> the Admirable Admiral is mine. The Admirable yeah, Admiral. The Admiral beat the, me to it, but I was going to say basically the same thing. The is what, my first name. Admirable you know, is my middle name. And Admiral to give that is shout my last out name. On the show. And if we're going to give a shout out, what would you like to well, be my called? my birth certificate. And if my passport. Not, your real name. So... As always, thank you all so much. We love all you guys. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to everyone else. Love you guys. Get vaccinated if you haven't already. Stay exactly. safe. Uh, and guys, in the... Uh, <clears throat> in... The 300 episodes that I've done, uh, to me, I've gotten a more formula down since probably the last three years. Um, and I just want to thank you guys for listening and for being there and getting my hopes up and seeing the little messages that I get from people. It really yep. helps me inside. And also the fact when people just straight up tell me, I have a podcast that I've been doing for X amount of years. Now I can say, 
I've gotten to 300 episodes. I am glad that you guys have been listening. It's I'm been glad that a lot of fun. you care about the show. Just let us know what you guys think. That's all we're asking. We want to, like we said before, we want to be the podcast that you want to listen to. But guys, way, it's, it's be been 300 episodes. I, I know what we're still got more to come. Planned are. And Still got more to come. Not 100% Next sure week, on the order quite we yet, may or but, uh, may not have a special guest. They're both Depends interesting, on what happens. to say the least. But, get ready for next week's episode. Exactly. Still yep. very much so. Bye, guys. And he's completely forgotten about the third choice after that. But that's besides the point, guys. All we got to say is wipe your hooves and see you later. And also, black lives always matter. Bye, guys.